Super Bowl uh, dinner is not on fire. But you are tuned in to the hottest sports show in the Midwest. It is now time for Fired Up with four people here who absolutely love sports. Our topics today are going to be Super Bowl, Super Bowl, and more Super Bowl. So at this time, it's my pleasure to turn it over to our chief of this fire brigade, Rob Cow. Hey, thanks, Terry. Glad to be here today. Uh, thanks, thanks again to WWGH for letting us use the studio to get our stuff on the air here. Um, we're going to start out the program with uh, a shout-out to the Mitchell Hooper and the Marion Star for doing an article on the Fire Brigade this week. If you didn't get a chance to read it, it was in Friday's edition. He did an excellent job with it. It was just a, just a great article. Made us sound smarter than what we are. Um, so... Uh, just a shout-out to Mitch Hooper on that. Um, and then Colton's going to give us uh, the feel-good story of the week. Uh, yeah, we got uh, this week uh, in, the, in the news, in the sports world, we had uh, Jalen Hurts uh, donated some money, uh, about $30,000, um, to a kid uh, that was, you know, battling cancer, you know, helped out to the family, uh, helped, helped them out with, you know, their cancer, you know, bills and things like that. So, you know, shout-out to Jalen Hurts. That's uh Stand-up act right there. It's good to see these young players stepping up. You know, we had Joe Burrow last week doing what he did. Now Jalen Hurts this week. It's, it's good to see these young players giving back. That's, that's awesome. Um, any comments on that, Braden? Yeah, I just love to see a player giving back to his community and stuff. And, I mean, we don't see a lot of that nowadays in the world we live in. Just love to hear stories like that. Yeah, awesome. Awesome job. Okay, uh, going to start out the show uh, let you know about our B-Dubs gift card giveaway. Since this is our Super Bowl show, um, we're going to take the first five callers at 740-383-9944. Um, give us your winner and your overall score. And the uh, caller that's closest to the overall score and the winner We'll get a $25 gift card to get fired up on some hot wings. So we'll take those anytime during the show, first five callers, and uh, we'll get your information written down, and we'll, uh, we'll have you give it on there. We'll have you call back in after the show's over so we can get your information and get that gift card to the winner. So just uh, be mindful of that. Like I said, we'll take those calls at any time during the show, 740-383-9944. No, so uh, we're going to start out the start out the show on a light note today. Um, we're going to give you our picks on the uh, some of the prop bets. I don't know if anybody read about some of the stuff that they bet on, but Vegas will lay odds on anything. So Matt, we're going to have you lead off. What was your prop bet pick for the week? Yeah, the prop bet I took for this week was uh, what will the first play of the game be? And to me, to me, this is easy. It, it's it's got to be a pass. I mean, both these teams are heavy on the pass all season long. Uh, both at, at or near the top of the NFL in passing yards. Neither of them are anywhere near the top in rushing. So, to, to me, they're both going to try to set the tone passing the ball. First play of the game has got to be a pass. All right, sounds good. Colton? Yeah, no, uh, mine, uh, you know, I, I'm going to say it's going to be, be a pass. It's going to be a pass. You know, both these both these teams, you know, like to pass the ball. Lead, you know, Like Matt said, they lead the uh, NFL in passing yards. So, yeah, I'm saying no matter who gets the ball first, it's a pass. Braden? Yeah, I'm going to have to go with a run here. I'm going to have to go against the grain. I just think that uh, you got to test out the defense to start out with, and what better way to hand it off to somebody like uh, Leonard Fournette or Clyde Edward-Hilaire. So uh, i got to go with a run here. 
All right. Well, Braden, you're hung out there to dry again. <laughs> all, all alone, I'm going with the pass as well. You, you can't have the two best quarterbacks and the two best passing offenses in the NFL without uh, throwing the ball on first down. So, Braden, what, what was your prop bet this week? Yeah, I had the national anthem, and this year it's getting sung by uh, Eric Church and Jasmine Solomon. The uh, over-under is a minute 59. Both people, I think, are going to be fighting over screen time here, and they said the past six years has been over a minute 56. So this year I'm going to have to go with the over on uh, up above a minute 59. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm sticking with the under, under a minute 59. I think even with the two singers, they'll kind of break up the, you know, the singing of, of the national anthem. You know, one person will take one part of it, the next person will take the next part. So I'm going to go under under a minute 59. Yeah, I'm go- I'm right there with Colton on this one. I, I think these two singers, they're not ones that are going to take a, t- a ton of liberties with the song. They're not going to add a lot to it. So I, I think it's go- it's going to be pretty normally sang. It's going to be the under. I'm going to go with the over. I'll go with Braden. Um, I think go. with two singers singing and one of them being a jazz singer, it likes to carry those notes out a little bit longer. I'm going to I'll take the over on this prop bet. Yeah, so my, my my prop bet then for the week is, uh, you know, what, what color of Gatorade or, you know, is it going to be water or whatever at the end of the game, you know, what color will it be at the at the end of the game? I'm saying, you know, red to start off with because, uh, you know, both these teams kind of had, you know, both have red in their colors. You know, I, I like red to, to be the be the bath at the end. Yeah, red red makes a lot of sense, but I, I think – I think the the traditional though is the orange. I, I think that's what's going to come out of those coolers at the end of the game. It's going to be orange Gatorade dumped over the winning coach's head. I'm I'm going old school with the yellow. Oh. Yeah, I'm going with the the original Gatorade flavor. <laughs> I'm, I'm going old school. Yeah, I'm going to have to go red here. Like Colton said, both teams uh red teams or whatever, and I just think that red's going to be in the in the Gatorade at the end. Yeah. All right. Well, my prop bet pick for the week was uh, how many times they're going to use the, the chains to do the measurement in the game. Um, if you've noticed in the NFL this year, they hardly ever use chains anymore. Mm-hmm. But I think with this being as big a game as what it is, Vegas gives it at uh, one and a half, the over-under at one and a half. I'm taking the over. It, you got to have those chains out at least two times in a game this big. Yeah. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, I'm going to take the over. I, I think this is going to be a close game, so I think that fourth quarter is where you're going to see the chains come out, you know, more than, more than you know, usual. Um, so I, I'm taking the over one and a half. Yeah, this sounds too easy. I mean, two sounds like, you know, it, it could definitely happen. But uh, Vegas knows what they're talking about. There's a reason they said it at one and a half, and the chains haven't been coming out this year. I think the officials keep calling it like they have. I'm going with the under. Oh, wow. Gutsy yeah. bit. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with the over on this one. I just think with Arians and uh, uh, the Chiefs head coach out there, I just think that both of them are known to challenge a lot of plays and stuff, and I'm going to have to go with the over here. All right. All right. Very good. Okay, well, that's the end of the – that's the end of the prop bets for the for the game. So, um, we had a we had a question that was raised. Um, do you think it's fair for a team to have the home field advantage in the Super Bowl? So, Colton, let's start out with you. What's your feelings on Tampa Bay having the uh, home field in, in in the Super Bowl? Yeah, no, I, I mean, uh, you know, as everybody knows, uh, you know, Tampa is playing in their home stadium for this year's Super Bowl. You know, first time in NFL history that that's ever happened. Um, you know. I, I can see, you know, where it would be an issue or, you know, could be an issue, um, 
you know, I just don't know how you really prevent that from happening. It, it's kind of tough to, to, to prevent that. You know, they pick these cities, you know, several years in advance, and it's just, you know, th- those cities are banking on that money and bringing in the crowds. And, you know, obviously not this year with, with crowds and whatnot, but, you know, it's, uh, you know, it, it's just kind of hard to, to kind of not plan that kind of thing. But uh, I'll throw out a little statistic, though, why I don't think, you know, Tampa really has, you know, the advantage being the home team. Uh, for the first time in history, this year in the regular season, home teams actually had a losing record at home. Wow. Um, so, you know, not by much, by only one game, but, you know, that it's the first time that's that's ever happened. So, you know, I, I think, you know, that the Kansas City has just as much of an advantage, you know, without the, the home fans, without the, you know, big crowd. I, I think, uh, you know, you can kind of throw that out the, out the window. Okay. Um I'm going to chime in. I, I don't think it's going to be as big a deal this year either because of the limited number, you know, one-third the capacity of Raymond James Stadium down there. Um, I, so I don't think it's going to be a big deal. I mean, if you turn it around and say it was the Heath, the Seahawks playing at home, we know how loud that stadium yep. can be. That There there you might have an advantage. Um, and, and, again, it's going to be tough to – the only, the only way you could do it to assure that it never happened would be, you know, to play the game at a neutral, like at a like at the Rose Bowl or, yeah, um, yeah. you know, you could play it at, uh, say, the Horseshoe or something like that. But right. um, there's just no way. I mean, you know, what were the odds of Tampa Bay making it to the Super Bowl before the season even started? Right. And what was the odds of them making it? To the Super Bowl this year when that was that was a site picked probably three or four years ago. So, right, right. so you know, and I know the NFL they want to keep the money in the NFL city. So I just don't know if you're ever going to be able to avoid it completely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, th- I think there is a way to avoid it though. I, I think when they announce the city, they they have that have that contingency plan ready to go. They say if this happens and they're the home team, we we have this second city ready lined up, ready to go. So there's two cities right there already ready to go. And if it's if it's looking like it's going to happen, you just make the change. I, I I just I don't think the I don't think in a game like the Super Bowl where it's supposed to be neutral site, anybody should have home field advantage. I mean, there's something to be said for getting to sleep in your own bed the night before. And in this case, maybe they should have had Tampa Bay make them all stay in a hotel, do something to 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 make that home field a little less 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 uh, prevalent. You know, I just. Kansas City had the better record this year, right? So if anybody should have home field, you'd think it should be them. But, you know, I just I, I don't like it. Yeah, like Colton said, I mean, it only happened one time in 55 years. I just think, honestly, there's no way to under – like, there's no way to guess who's going to be the home field or who's going to be the Super Bowl, who's going to be even in it. I just think that uh, if your team's good enough to play in the Super Bowl and it just so happens to be your fields where it's happening at, you should be able to play in it. I just think that also those those cities depend on that uh, revenue that comes in and all the support and fans, everything. I just think that they should be able to have it. Do you okay. think? Do you think we'll ever see it again? Uh, I think it'll happen. Yeah, I mean, it took At us some point it took us 55 years to get one. I mean, it, it'll happen again. Maybe not in my lifetime, yeah, I mean, but yeah, 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 it'll yeah, happen. But again. It'll happen again at some uh, point. <clears throat> all right. Uh, again, we'll take your calls for that BW BW three gift card. Um, first five callers to. Give us your pick and your over-under score and overall score at 740-383-9944. We'll take your calls anytime during the show. Um, our next topic of discussion for the Super Bowl, um, it's not really about the two teams. It's more of a background story on uh, – so yeah, we, oh, got we got a caller. Call we got our first caller. 
We're going to get the phone picked up here and see what we got. Caller, go ahead. Um, my name is Gavin. I think the Bucks are going to win, and the total score is going to be 52 points. Okay. What was the pick? Bucks. Buccaneers. Buccaneers and the total score? 62. 62? 62 or 52? 52. 52. 52. 52. 52 total points. All right, very good. All right. What makes you pick the Bucks, caller? No, nope, I think we lost her. I think we lost her. That's all right. Well, we got our first first caller in there. So first caller in there. 52 points 52. in the Buccaneers. Oh, we so. need What's the over-under on this? Is it 80? The over-under, I think I saw on Vegas, uh, was uh, 56. 56. Oh, so. 56. Okay, yeah. lower than I thought. Yeah, yeah. actually lower than I thought it was yeah. going to be. Yeah, yeah no, I thought 56, it would be higher. So. Um, okay, so we'll get into our next topic, and we'll go, we'll continue to take callers as they come in. But um, who's more responsible for all the championships in New England? Was it Tom Brady or Bill Belichick after, this, after seeing how this season played out? Yeah, no, I, I'm making the case for Brady here. I mean, uh, if we're looking at it, you know, think about it. You know, coaches are, are crucial to, to a team, but at the end of the day, it's the players that, that really get it done. They're the ones that are putting in the time, the, the training in the off season, doing the workouts, you know, doing their diets. You know, Brady has that, you know, crazy diet that he sticks to, you know, that is why he's playing until he's 50 years old. So, you know, in, in the end, it's, uh, you know – players that, that really make the difference um and for me you know without brady belichick's record is 51 and 65 so he's got a losing record without without brady as the quarterback so you know and, and this year is no different you know brady took a seven and nine buccaneers team led them to an 11 and five regular season record and now they have the chance to win the super bowl you know play and win the super bowl tonight you know while belichick went from a 12 and four team last year to a seven and nine team, you know this year. So I think uh, you know the handwriting is is there. You know handwriting on the wall. Uh, I think Brady is uh, you know the, the 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 goat the goat in that in that case. All right, Brady, what do you think? Yeah, I got to go with Brady here. I just think that uh, he's really proven this year that he doesn't need a stellar coach to go out there and make it to the Super Bowl. I mean, Arians is a good coach, but he's not Bill Belichick, and I think that. Uh, Brady's really shown that he, the players do determine how the team success ends up going. I think he's taken on a uh, more of a coaching role throughout these past couple of weeks. I know they said his play calling, personal play calling, has been more than uh, during the regular season and stuff, and it showed. I mean, they've really showed up in the past couple of games, and their offense looks great. I think that uh, throughout his se- or throughout his career, he's had. I I don't see Bill Belichick out there throwing the ball at all. I mean, he's had to make tough decisions, and he's led him to nine Super Bowls at New England, and now one for Tampa Bay. It's I think that uh, Brady's the reason for success out there. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to be the outlier here, huh? but but I do think I I don't think this season's enough to tell us, to be quite honest. A, a COVID season where everything hasn't been normal. I I don't think you can chalk either of their success or not success this year up. To to, to making a decision, mm-hmm. but but I mean you got to look at this. I mean Bill Bill, oh we got a caller. Yeah, caller, go ahead. Hey, I've got a, uh, a total score and a prediction for the game. Okay, All right, go ahead. I think it's going to be a uh, a shootout. I think it's going to be a last possession game. I'm going with 76 points and the Buccaneers. 76 right. points in the Buccaneers. Buccaneers and 76 points. Oh, wow. Your name, sir? Scott. Okay. We got you. 
Thanks. Thanks 76 guys. points. Buccaneers. All right. That's caller number two. Um, all right. Well, I'm the last one to go here on the Brady Belichick thing. Um, are, were you done, Matt? No, I, I had a little, little more to go. Okay, sorry. Um, <laughs> I mean, but but if you look at uh, Belichick's success before before Brady, I mean, he coached the Cleveland Browns to an 11 and five record in 1994. That's the Browns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, and then and then look at uh, 2008, the year um, Brady went down. He coached the Matt team. Matt Castle. Yeah, Matt, Matt Castle coached yeah. the team to 16 and 11. Yep. Or is that no eleven and five? I'm yeah. sorry, it's yeah, sixteen total games, eleven right. and five. Yeah. But so I mean, he's had he had success without Brady with that type of system. Mm-hmm. So I, this I think the system does a lot for the quarterback. But like I said, I don't think this year is enough to tell us either way. I I think I need a little more information still. Mm-hmm. All right, well. I'm going to kind of ride the fence a little bit. That's not like me. I'm usually one that'll make a decision. <laughs> but here's my thing with what happened in New England. It, that was a perfect storm. It wouldn't have it, things wouldn't have went that way with any other coach and with any other quarterback. If it had been any different, they wouldn't have had all those rings. I mean, Belichick is a genius. I, I mean, I, you can't take anything away from the guy. But and Tom Brady's, you know, is 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 Bill Belichick going to be known as the greatest coach of all time? Yeah. I mean, I think there's pretty good numbers or pretty good. Uh, thinking that Tom Brady's going to go down as the greatest um, quarterback of all time. You know, is, is Bill the greatest coach of all time? So, um, if I had to pick, though, I'm going to have to go with Belichick. Um, I just look at what he did over the years in New England. When they had somebody go down, um, you know, they were able to plug players in and just the way he managed that team with players coming and going, free agency and all that. I just I think it was an amazing run, and I think that that plays to his genius. Yeah, I think Brady's playmaking decision out there is a big reason why those wide receivers and everything, those pieces that they plugged in were so great. I think that you, there's not another quarterback out there that could play with the talent, the lack of talent thereof, I guess, in uh, New England and turn them into something. Yeah. And, uh, okay, we're going to um, go ahead to the next part. We're, we had an Instagram question come in this week. Um, so uh, so we, we got an Instagram question that came into our uh, page this week, and it was, um, which defensive player do you think is going to make the biggest impact in today's game? Matt, we'll start out with you. Yeah, in today's game, I think the, the biggest defensive impact is going to come from uh, Jason Pierre-Paul. I think if he gets that pressure on the quarterback and if he can get a couple of sacks, that's going to be a, a big key for Tampa Bay. I think if he doesn't do it, though, I, I think this could definitely lean heavily towards Kansas City. Yeah, for sure. I, I'm not going to necessarily pick one particular pay, player, but uh, I'm going to say the Bucks front seven has got to get the pressure on Mahomes. You know, they, they can't bring those wild blitzes that they do with all their corners and safeties and whatnot because if you do that, Mahomes is either going to pick you apart or he's going to scramble out of the pocket and, you know, create something with his legs. So I, I think the Buccaneers, you know, the key on their defense is getting pressure without, you know, bringing extra guys. All right, we got another caller. We're up to our third caller here for a Super Bowl pick. Caller, go ahead. 60. What's your name? What's, What's your the first, first name, caller? Floyd. Floyd. All right. And you're and you're, uh, you're team to win? Uh, Tampa. Okay. All right, Tampa Bay, 60 total All points. Right, yep. Thank you. 
got so far. We got all Tampa yeah, yeah, picks here. So picks coming in or Tampa? No, no Kansas City fans. Nobody. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's surprising. Nobody, nobody has the faith in the Mahomes. I guess. Yeah, yes. All right. So back to our internet question. Um, the uh, you're saying the front seven? Yeah, I think they they got to get some pressure on Mahomes without bringing you know extra guys. Um, so they they really got to have a big impact. So that that's who I'm taking. You know, the front seven of of Tampa Bay. Okay. Yeah, to go along with that, I think it's going to be a Barrett fr- or Shaq Barrett lined up across from Pierre Paul. I mean, 11 sacks this year for the season. Close ringing off the hook here <laughs> at WWGH. Go ahead, caller. This is Sharon. I am going with Kansas City Chiefs 63. All right. All right. Our first Chiefs pick. Our first Chiefs pick. All right. 63? 63. Thank you, caller. Thank you, caller. Bye. All right. Yeah, like I said, 11 sacks for the season and 30 and a half sacks for the past year or past two years combined. You have uh, Eric Fisher out for the Chiefs, and I mean, I just think he's going to have a lot of pressure on Mahomes and force some turnovers. I think he's got to be big for him to win. I was going to ask: is is that the side that he lines up on? The side that Eric Fisher's out? I mean, is that is that where he normally? Does, uh, does, yeah, I think, the they, guy can, that, yeah, I think they. Yeah, I think they line him up. Someone. You know, wherever they want, he yeah. can play. You know, any either you know linebacker spot. You know, whatever. Um, so I, I think they're going to you know try to mix things up to okay. kind of confuse that Kansas City offense. Yeah, I wouldn't be a so, little bit. You think you know. they'll run different schemes? Yeah, I think you got you got to have run different With schemes. So many starters out for the Chiefs. I think they're going to try to yeah confuse that that Chiefs offensive line a little bit. Yep, so. you have. Have to, to try to get pressure on Mahomes but up there. But with the enemy, I'm sure he's got something up his sleeve too. Yeah, right. another caller, our last caller, last, last caller last for the Super Bowl contest. Go ahead, caller. Caller, go ahead. Uh, 58 points. Okay, who's this? Steve Boyd. Okay, and your team? Uh, the Bucks. Okay. All right, Tampa Bay. All right, so we got, bucks. we got four bucks. Four bucks, one. Right, Kansas, City. So Kansas City wins this thing. Our, our yeah, female caller will be the one yeah, who yeah. gets the big gift. All right, card. very good. Well, that's the end of our. Uh, that's all the entries that we're going to take. We'll still take your calls for the show if you got a question or a comment. We'll still take your call-in questions. Um, but we have our five entries now to the Super Bowl yep. gift card, the B-Dubs twenty-five dollar gift card for some fired-up wings. Um, and if somebody gets the hot ones, I want them to record it. So I, want, I, want, I just want to see their. Yeah, there we go. All right, so we done. Are we down to me now on yeah. the? Yeah, right, so yeah. Now. Wait on you. Yeah. I agree that the uh, the front seven has to play good from from the Buccaneers, but I think one thing that might be overlooked is you know how bad Tom Brady, as good as he is, but how bad he plays when he gets pressured yeah. too. Yeah, right. um, We've we seen a little bit in the, in the championship. Right. Yeah, yeah. His, his QBR rating drops to like 27th yeah. in the league oh, yeah. when he gets pressure. Wow. So, um, he gets happy feet back here. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think, uh, I think um, you know, that's going to be important for the Chiefs. And, and you know, with, uh, Spagnola is our defensive coordinator. Obviously, it's a guy that's been in the league a long time. Very, you know, very bright-minded defensive uh, coach. So I think they have the. I think you know he's going to know. He, they've everybody's seen the tape of Tom Brady, and they they know what they got to do to get pressure on him. So uh, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna flip the script there a little bit and say the front seven of the Kansas City well, Kansas City Chiefs the, has to play the same well. Same question. Then I mean, do you 
think they're going to run different schemes and everything today that than they normally yeah, have? It, it, it seemed I mean, uh, last week, uh, you know, or, or a couple weeks ago, uh, Green Bay was able to get some pressure. They did have to bring you know a little bit of some crazy blitzes or you know some corner blitzes that's what I'm or whatever. Yes, things that and, maybe they haven't done before. Yeah, you know, because uh, you know I think you know Brady's been in the league, so he's seen every think, yeah. defense, every package, every you know whatever. So you're going to have to mix it up and bring some blitzes yeah. off the corner and kind of right. catch him off guard. A Hit little him with bit. everything, but, but, but you know you. Yeah. You don't yeah. want to get too different and to right. get too cute because, you know, then all of a sudden you're doing something you haven't done all year. But then Tyreek Hill is wide open. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you get burned down the field for a big play yeah. or yeah. something like yeah. that. So, you know, I think they got they got to just manage it. These yeah. two quarterbacks Do it got are, you, there. you know, yeah. two of the best in, in, in the NFL. And, uh, you know, it's it's very tricky to get pressure on Yeah, I don't, th- I don't think there's too many schemes that pay uh, – Patrick Mahomes and Brady haven't seen though. Well, you know, in the same note too, you know, you got to, you know, the offensive coaches from from or from the Buccaneers know that they got to keep Brady upright too, and they got to keep him, you know, in the pocket. He's not a scrambling quarterback, obviously. So, you know, they're going to do everything that um, they're going to do everything that they can do to keep the pressure off of Tom Brady. So. All right, well, let's move on. Uh, we got um, next thing we wanted to do was do a comparison between the two starting quarterbacks. And we kind of wanted to go overall, not just in today's game, but like our feelings over the quarterbacks, like the first three years that they were starters in the NFL. Because um, Brady didn't start till his second or third year in, in the league, um, and Mahomes' his second year. So they've each had their first three seasons, full seasons as a starter. So we just wanted to kind of do a comparison. Colton, let's lead off. You Have you lead off the group? You're our stats guy, so I'm sure you'll give us some yeah, good stuff. Yeah, great info. Yeah, yeah. No, um, I, I dug into a lot of the numbers here, you know, their their first seasons and, you know, went through and just kind of picked out some of the categories that I think are pretty important, you know, for a quarterback or whatever. You know, just looking at the numbers, you know, I won't go too deep into details. Nobody wants to hear me ramble off numbers <laughs> all day long. But, you know, just looking at the numbers – you know, so far, statistically, you know, Mahomes is, is beating Brady in a lot of the categories. You know, his rec- his overall record, his passing touchdowns, his passing yards, he has, you know, passed Brady. I would say to that that Mahomes is playing in a different NFL than when it is. Brady. Absolutely. It's a different league. When, when Brady, you know, started, you know, when Brady was, you know, starting out, it was more of a kind of a balanced, you know, not not so much passing as as pass heavy as it is now. You know, you can see Mahomes throw for 50, 60 times a game. And I would say New England, or at that point, New England is one of the teams that flipped that from a being a balanced yeah. offense to it being. You know, they were one of the innovators, I think, back then to make it more of a passing league. Right. So I, I would say, you know, those, those stats are, you know, kind of kind of a wash or whatever because uh, yeah, it's a, just a different NFL now. You know, they, they throw it a heck of a lot more than they do. You know, than they used to back in back in the early days of Tom Brady, but. Uh, you know, Brady still does have, you know, some, some good stats from his first uh, several seasons. You know, the, the on the other side, you know, Brady, what Brady has that Mahomes doesn't so far is Brady went 9-0 and in his first three seasons as a starter and won three Super Bowls. So, yeah. so far, you know, I, I, Mahomes only lost one game in his, you know, three seasons, but he only has that one Super Bowl to his name. You know, Brady won three in his, you know, first three seasons starting. So that's yeah. that, that, that's pretty impressive. So, pretty you know, I, I think, uh, you know, that that's that's where Tom is ahead of, you know, Mahomes at, at the moment. Um, you know, and also, you know, Brady is known for those game-winning drives. Um, so he's got 12 
Uh, Mahomes only has uh, seven at the moment. So Brady, Brady's been there in that clutch, that clutch time as well. Okay, we got. Uh, I just got an internet uh, response. I had somebody donate another twenty-five dollar gift card, B Dub's gift card. So we're gonna take five more callers with your picks. Five more callers. So we'll actually, we'll actually give away. Um, we'll actually give away two uh, twenty-five dollar gift good. cards next week. Awesome. So awesome. we'll yes. open the phone lines back up. Seven four zero. Three eight three nine nine four four. We'll take the next five callers. Yep. All right, Braden, you want to give us your comparison between Brady and Mahomes? Yeah, to go on with Colton, I think that you're basically comparing two things that are so unlike, like apples to oranges. I just think that, like Colton said, back in the day, go back 20 years, and the NFL is a completely different kind of game than it is right now. Obviously, more run-based versus now it's just strictly passing game. Obviously, Mahomes is he's the flashiness. I think he's and he's really energized the NFL fan base and stuff and gained a lot of followers to Kansas City that they never had before. But Brady was an innovator back then too. I mean, everybody count or uh, counted out the comeback kid and he's really shown that he's had it too, but I just think if you go and compare the two and sit down Mahomes, I honestly think, has the chance to become the greatest of all time eventually. I'm not saying he can do it within the next couple of years, but if you look at their stats so far from when they were young, Mahomes is the better quarterback, I think. I, I agree with I agree with some of what you're saying there, Braden. I mean, there, one thing I like to look at when I look at QBs is their TD to interception mm-hmm. ratio. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mahomes really, through his first three seasons, blew, blew Tom Brady away yeah. in, that, in that category. Mm-hmm. Like 114 TDs to 23 picks for Mahomes versus. Uh, yeah, I was going to ask if that was even close, but it sounds like it wasn't. It's even not close really. Um, 69 TDs to 38 picks ah. for Brady. So, you know, it's it's um, it's not even really that close. Mm. Um, but again, Brady has the stats in the big games that that just blow you away. I mean, as good as he is in the regular season. He gets a little better. He gets better in the playoffs, and then when he gets the Super Bowl, he gets even better. Yeah. His his um, passing percentage goes up several points. His QBR rating goes up several points, and and he's got enough Super Bowl games where you can actually use that as a true yeah. stat. It's not yeah. it's not like an outlier. When so. the one guy say it's Tom time when it's, it's when exactly it's Bowl, so it's Tom time. Yeah. Hey, again, callers, we got that other gift oh, card. We got, oh, we got a caller call right now. All right. Very good. Go ahead, caller. Yep, I was going to go ahead and call in and make my pick. Yeah, go ahead. All right. Uh, this is James, okay. and it's six Chiefs, 62 points. Six Chiefs. Got a Chiefs. We got another Chiefs. Oh, we got a Chiefs. There All right. Go. Thanks. Four, four to two now. Appreciate it. Yep. 62 right. points. Thanks, caller. 62, yeah. All right. Yep. Chiefs, 62. All right. James, 62 for the Chiefs. All right. All right. Okay, so um, let's go... Uh, Continue on with yep. this. Ma- Matt, you want to give us your, oh, your call? Oh, wow, the phones are, <laughs> are coming in quick. Everybody wants these hot wings. Yeah, fired up. Caller, go ahead. Hi. Um, I just would like to say I'm going to take the Chiefs tonight in a big win. Okay. What, what's, what's the total? What's the total? I'm going to say Chiefs 42, Buccaneers 27. So 69 points is your total? Yes, sir. All right, Chiefs. What was the name of the caller? It's Caleb. Caleb. All right. All right. Chiefs, sixty-nine. We're almost. We're four to three now, Bucks. Yeah. Yep. All right. Very good. Thanks, caller. 
Matt, you want to give us your comparison between Brady yeah, and Mahomes? Yeah, you know, I have a terrible time with these things because this is like the, the, the Jordan-LeBron debate. Yep. You know, yeah, everybody's got to take. And I, I just I, when you're comparing two different eras, it, it's so difficult. Stats don't really mean anything when, you, when you're comparing that far apart. I mean, they're both playing together now, but right. now you've got an aging Tom Brady to a young, yeah. a young you know, up-and-coming quarterback. He's coming into it's, his prime, Patrick yeah, Mahomes. It's, I mean, it's, it's too difficult. The book's, <clears throat> the book's not written yet. You know, I, I need to see more out of my homes before I can yeah. make a decision on who who the greatest of all time is. I mean, yeah, if you want if you want to do their first three seasons, you know, stat wise, I, I think it's probably Mahomes. But you know, I, I think I think they both really seem to have that it factor. You know, they, they exactly. both they both are just studs on the field. They carry themselves like winners, and it's I think it's going to really come down to how their career plays out. All right, very good. All right. Well, we're getting late into the show. We're still taking. We still take a couple more callers for that last beat up gift card at seven four zero three eight three nine nine four four. Let's get into our analysis of the game before we get Hang before on. time gets over. We got our caller. All right. Caller, go ahead. Hi, I'm calling in to make a pick for the Super Bowl. Okay, yeah. your name? Sandy. Okay. And I'm taking the Chiefs sixty-four points. Chief, Chief 64. 64. All right, we are now 4-4. Four, four. All right, thank you. 4-4 four, four. Four, four, four now. Right. Chiefs and 64. All right, very good. All right, uh, Braden, why don't you start us off? Give us your analysis and then uh, give us your pick. Yeah, I mean, what else is there to say? Chiefs have a great offense out there. you got a three-headed monster. Mahomes, Hill, and Kelsey, they have a great defense out there. Front seven starting to play alive with uh, Chris Jones and also uh, – Oh, what's his Frank Clark? Yeah, Frank yeah. Clark. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. And then I mean, for uh, on the other side of the ball, you got the Bucks, and you have a great offense out there. Tom Brady, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, Antonio Brown, which who will be back the, wow. this game or whatever. Wow. Front seven on the Bucks is amazing out there too. Yeah. And then you're also going to have Antoine Winfield back in the uh, safety position for him, which is going to be a big help, is too. He, oh, is he back tonight? Yeah, oh, he will be back. Yeah. yeah, so I think that Buccaneers' defense is definitely going to have to come up big for him today. They came up big against the Saints and the Packers the past two weeks, and in order to win, I think they need to at least get one turnover out there. I think that there's not going to be a lot of slowing or uh, stopping the uh, Chiefs' offense, but if, as long as you can slow them down, I think that's the main point for him. And also, you have Brady out there. I think he's the biggest part for that whole Buccaneers. Yeah. Right there. Ten, bowl, ten Super Bowls experience. I never thought I'd say that. but <laughs> Wow. He's, he's going to have to come up big tonight. And, and I just think for him, no no stupid turnovers like he had against Green Bay. Just as I think as long as he uh, just develops his thought process and slows the game down like he usually does, I think the Bucks come out 34-28 tonight. 30, Braden with the Bucks, 34-28. That's a solid analysis. Um, you know, I, I, I'm, you know, agreeing with a lot of the stuff you're saying. Um, you know, I think the key for me is that Bucks getting pressure and getting some turnovers on, you know, Kansas City. I, I saw a stat that, you know, the Buccaneers only score on 9% of their drives when they don't force a turnover. Wow. So it's mm-hmm. it's very So they're relying on that. Yeah, they're, they're very, you know, short critical, field. You know, yeah. They're very short critical field. on yeah. getting a turnover to get that short field and get get some points. And I think the red zone is also going to be very key because mm. you can't match field goals with yeah. touchdowns. Yeah. If Kansas yeah. City's putting up touchdowns and all you're doing is putting up yeah. field goals, yeah. you're you're in for a long, long night. Mm-hmm. So yeah. when the when the Bucks get in the red zone, they have to take advantage and they have mm. to score touchdowns yep. because yep. this we all know Kansas City can score points in bunches. Oh. They they can score 
in less than a minute. I mean, yes. they can score in 30 seconds if mm-hmm. they need to. So, right. you know, I think it's very, very critical to, to take advantage of the red zone. Um, you know, that, that Chiefs defense, regular season-wise, they weren't, you know, playing the greatest, but postseason they have really stepped it up. Yep. So I, this game is going to be very, very, very close, I think. But uh, I've, I've ridden Tampa Bay this whole playoffs. I can't go against my boy Tom. I got to keep riding them. I'm taking Tampa Bay yep. to win. There you go. What's right, you want to give us a score? I'm going to say 30-27. Buccaneers. Okay. All right. Pretty solid. Matt, right yeah, you know, looking at these two teams, they've been a mirror image of each other all season long if you look at their stats. I mean, yards per game, uh, Kansas City in the playoffs have 439 yards per game. Tampa Bay is not far behind at 391. Their, their rushing is almost dead even. Uh, where, where the difference comes is uh, Kansas City has, has a bit more in the past game, and they've given up a few less sacks. So I, I think the big difference in this game is going to be, be uh, Mahomes' legs and his ability to kind of get out of the pocket, move around, extend plays. That would be huge. I, I think that's going to be the big difference. I think Kansas City wins a close one, 42-35. All right. KC. And he may be doing a lot more of that with that offensive line, missing yep. some yeah. key components yeah. on that line. That's another thing. Yeah. Yeah. I like, you know, that, uh, yeah. yeah, Kansas City's playing without their two starting tackles. Uh, so they're, you know, cobbling together some kind of offensive line. Practice so. squad guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mahomes yeah. Yeah. one's been for a while, though. I, yeah. I don't take much into that yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah, it's really missing one guy. The other yeah, guy's been yeah. there. Yeah, Eric Fisher, I think you know, being out is, is probably big the, the, the biggest huge. impact. You know, That's the other huge. guy, yeah, has been out for a while, so they have had experience. You know, there at the right tackle position, but. Or- are, the, are they injured, or is it COVID, or did they injuries? Injuries. Oh, injuries. Oh, okay. Injuries. Okay. Right. okay. Um, remember, we got two more slots to fill yeah. on that B Dub gift card giveaway. Come on, guys. Seven four zero three eight three nine nine four four. I'll give you my analysis. Yeah. Um, one thing I read that really surprised me: um, the Chiefs' defense, when an opposing team gets in the red, they give up a touchdown seventy-six percent of the time. God that that stat blew me away. Um, but I think that was kept hidden because their offense is so prolific at scoring. So maybe nobody really thought about that. But Colton, you know, mentioned trading touchdowns for field goals. But if 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 uh, the Buccaneers can drive and get in the red zone. The Chiefs' defense gives up a lot of touchdowns. Um, they always play that bend but don't break defense. Yeah, yeah. So sometimes yeah. that doesn't you know yeah, doesn't, doesn't work. always work. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, the Chiefs are real good. At, their defense is good at getting pressure on a quarterback. The, uh, they can get pre- the statistically this year, thirty six percent of the time they got pressure on the quarterback without blitzing. Yeah. Oh, so my so that's you know that could be that could yeah. be huge later on. Wow. In the game, um, I think the Bucks need to establish a run game yep. of sorts. I know it's not going to be huge, but I think if they can if they can get a couple good runs up the middle early and to keep the defense honest, keep them playing up tighter to the playing up tighter to the line. Tom Thomas thrown the ball down the field more times this year than he has his whole career. Yeah, you know yeah. if you think back to his days in New England, it was oh, short pass. Got a caller. Yeah. Got a caller. Go ahead, caller. Yes, I'm calling for Brady Boyd. Oh, hang on one second here. Whoops. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Braden, it's Coach Egan. Braden, it's Coach Egan. Coach Egan. Egan. No. What's your coat? What's your pick, Coach? What's your What's the pick, Coach? Yeah. What do you need? Total points. And and a team. Yep, team in total. Kansas City. Okay. Total points. Overall for both teams, right? Yep. yep. 
64, Kansas City. There you right. go. Now we have Coach Kansas Egan. City taking the lead here now. Well, you know why he's taking Kansas City. Yeah, right. we, know, yeah. we know what he, why he's, he's taking got, Kansas City. Yeah, that was, that was uh, Travis Kelsey's former former uh, basketball coach that just called in. So uh, he's obviously got uh, inside track here and probably got a favorite too. Yeah, sure, yeah. Um, I'll wrap up my analysis here. I got, um, you know, I was talking about the defenses and stuff, but yeah. I think, you know, they, 36% of the time they get they get pressure on a quarterback without blitzing. So Amazing. you think back to Tom's time in New England when he when he threw those short passes, but now they're throwing the ball down the field, and you got obviously got to have time to do that. So he'll be working out of the shotgun, throw, slinging that ball down the field. So. I got to make a pick here. I bet against Tom Brady the last two games, and I knew better. I'd be eleven and one if I'd have stuck with my guy. I knew better. <laughs> so this this week I can't bet against him. I'm going with the Buccaneers, but I'm going to go with a higher scoring what, than what you. I think it's going to be a higher scoring game than what uh, you guys are picking. I'm going to go. I'm going to go 45 for the Buccaneers against uh, 38 for the for the Kansas All right. City Chiefs. Dad, Dad highlighted on that that running game for the Bucks. You know, the Tampa Bay likes to do a lot of play action. You know, passes in mm-hmm. in their passing game. So I think you have to establish that run or you know get some kind of run game to kind of set up the pass. Yeah, they so, don't they don't work if you can't. Right, they, right. they haven't established it all year though. They, yeah, eight, they average eighty yards per game in the regular right. season. That I'm not saying they got to establish a lot, just enough <laughs> to keep the defense honest. That's all. But the, thing, all the thing that came to my mind is if they're going to run the ball, Leonard Fournette has to hold on to the ball. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. notorious. For right. Well, let's uh, let's get one more caller in here before we get off the air. Seven four zero three eight three nine nine four four. We'll take one more one more slot for the gift card B Dub's gift card giveaway. Right. Give me give me an X factor in the game, yeah. fellas. Give me something that you know Unusual, we had to. Yeah. I brought up the one there a couple weeks ago about all the return yards that Tampa Bay had on kickoffs to give them into. Uh, you know, get them into a good short field there without turning the. You know, without getting a turnover. Um, you know, I think um, I think that could be big again this this time. You know, if you get uh, Mickens to return that ball, you know, to get get Tom Brady up to 35, 40 yard line as a starting position, I think that's a huge advantage. Yeah, yeah. For me, I think the X factor has got to be you know who's starting for Eric Fisher at that left tackle position. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. If he that's can hold up question. and he can you know do just fine. You know, then then the you know the Bucks aren't getting pressure on Mahomes. Well, it was and, almost like the Browns when they lost their starting, they had to go with the end. right. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, Mah- Mahomes in these playoffs has only been sacked two times. Right. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so wow. It, you know, the, the Bucks have got to get pressure. I mean, everybody knows if Mahomes just stands back in the pocket, he is eating you alive. So you know, he's got so many weapons: Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, everybody that he can throw oh, to. Oh yeah, it's amazing. So y- you have to get pressure. So for me, the X factor is going to be. That whoever started at left tackle for the Chiefs, you know, if he's not, you know, going to carry the load, then yeah, whoever's lining up against him is going to have, you know, a field day. But uh, you know, that's his blind side. Too, right. So. If if he can hold up, then you know, it could be a long day for 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 the Buccaneers. Right. Right. Their defense. You know, you don't want to. You don't want to give Holmes Mahomes time back no, there. He, no, no. He's he's he can pick you apart. Ooh, right. Braden, I'm going to have to go a different route here. I think it's going to be Antonio Brown coming back off an injury. And you have you're going against Breland out there. I just don't think that those Kansas City corners are going to be able to stop uh, 
Antonio Brown and then also Godwin and Evans out there. I think that one of them's going to be open at all times, and Antonio Brown being fresh off a couple weeks of sitting out, I think he's going to come back with a vengeance. I just don't see anybody being able to stop him in the slot. I think he's going to be the X factor here. All right, very good, Matt. You got I'm going to go out on a crazy wild limb here oh, and wow. give an X factor of a, a former Super Bowl MVP himself. Le'Veon Bell. All right. I think he, he, he's going to finally show up and do something for these I was guys. About that. You know, and he's he's got the experience. He's done it before. He shows up big in big games. I, I think he's going to get some rushing yards tonight that could make the difference here. Yeah, yeah he's right, going to be splitting time with uh, Edwards Hilaire yeah. back there since he's back and healthy. So. My, mine, I was going to say, what, what about Gronk? I think he's kind of like he's, he's been kind of quiet so far in the yeah, playoffs, sure. really. I think, um, you I know, that was, one of the, a, that was one of the prop picks. Will, will Gronk catch a, with a touchdown pass, yeah. I think, was one of the prop picks I read about. Um, so, yeah, that could be that could be an X factor. We all know his history with Tom Brady. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Used to be yeah. one of his favorite targets. I mean, he's in a little bit different role now, you know, in Tampa. But, uh, you know, he's always there for the possibility to, to, to make an impact. He's so. also one of the best pass-blocking tight ends in there. And, I mean, you're going against one of the better front sevens in KC. So, he could be big there, too. Yeah. Okay, that's that's pretty good. I think um, we got just uh, about three or four minutes left. We still got um, one caller we can take to um, – Give that last slot on that B-Dubs gift card. So give us a buzz here, 740-383-9944. We'll take your call. Um, uh, and also, um, we got a, uh, a special next week. Um, we're going to have a professional quarterback on the air with us next week. Trevor Harris is going to come in to the – or call in or come into the show on, um, on Tuesday uh, – we're going to do our show Tuesday night at 7.15, and uh, Trevor Harris, former Pleasant quarterback, uh, standout guy, stand-up guy, and a standout athlete, uh, playing professionally in the Canadian Football League, played professionally in the NFL, so he's going to give us some insight next week in the studio. Um, so he's going to be on the air with us on Tuesday at 7.15. Um, anything else we need to add in here, fellas, our, last, our parting shots here, or uh, anything you want to get in? Yeah, no, I think, uh, you know, we're, that, that next show we're going to get into a little bit of, uh, you know, wrapping up kind of the, the NFL. You know, obviously the Super Bowl is kind of the end of the end of the year, so the next show is just going to be, you know, kind of a wrapping up the NFL, NFL season a little bit. and uh, Get back in on some other sports, yeah, too. Yeah, start talking some other sports, you know, more basketball. Ready for March Madness. You know, basketball, hockey's, you know, uh, in full swing now. And so, yeah, we're going to get into oh, a little bit. Final, we got a final caller here. Final caller. Go ahead, caller. Hi, this is Crew. We'd like to put in our pick for the game. Okay. And we are picking Kansas City because we cannot go with the Michigan guy. <laughs> <laughs> and total points, um, let's go with the 72. 72. Okay. 72. Uh, 72. All right, well, we so the Chiefs wound up with 64. 64. So. All right, thanks for your call. Yeah, just just to wrap it up here, we appreciate everybody listening to our Super Bowl show this week, and uh, we'll uh, be on the air Tuesday night at seven fifteen. Yeah, and you can find us on uh, all the all the podcast platforms. You know, Spotify, Apple, you know, Google, wherever you listen to podcasts, you can find our show there. We also have an Instagram page uh, at one hundred seven point one. You can find us on there as well. Thanks for listening. We're uh, again, we're the fired up crew, fire brigade, and um, we uh, would. Thank you guys for listening, and uh, we, we appreciate the support. Take care, guys. Thank you. See you next week. 
You're listening to WWGH Radio 107.1 FM, the talking place for legendary 